0: Listen to Garbage Hill, one week's first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com.
1: Hi, this is Jill, BME Studios Canada recording artist. I'm hanging out here with Sam with Witch Police Radio.
0: Welcome to Witch Police Radio, I am your regular host Sam, and if you listened to the recent uh, Big Mix Up show, uh, you probably would have heard a lot of musicians who have been on this podcast before, but there are also a few who haven't, and one of them is here with me today, so I'm here with Jill, who uh, was one of the singers on that show, and it's kind of a reverse of how we usually do things on this podcast, because usually we'll have interviewed the musicians before having them on a live show, but this worked out that we're doing it in a backwards order, but uh, still very happy to talk to you, and um, I guess kind of find out where you're coming from uh, musically because I've had a lot of feedback from people who listen to the show who heard that live thing and they're at, who, who was the singer. <laughs> like yeah. they knew a lot of other people whether it's from having seen those people's bands before mm-hmm. or just from hearing them on the interviews but I mean you were kind of a uh, new to this audience maybe so True uh, I think maybe a good way to start would just be to where do you come from in the local music scene because I've done this for over 200 episodes and I don't even remember how I found your stuff, but it just appeared online one day. I was like, oh, this is great. And I have no frame of reference for where what your background is in the local music scene. So,
1: I am a very new up-and-coming artist. Um, I started about four years ago, but um, I decided to stop because at the time I was going to get married.
0: Okay.
1: Um, however, that fizzled. And uh, I started to pursue after my dream again. Okay. And literally this past March of this year... I went full throttle.
0: Okay, so it's pretty recent, just in very year.
1: recently. Um, I did a showcase. Um, I did a couple live shows, and literally, you know, knock on wood, I met up with a really great independent label called okay. BME who signed me.
0: Okay, and so where are they based, sort of?
1: Uh Canada. They're okay. Canadian. Um, Montreal. They have offices. Um, BC but also in Thunder Bay is their head office.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. That's uh, maybe almost a, an interesting way of going about it, too, because, you know, just from talking to lots of musicians on the show, often um, the getting signed doesn't happen until after they've done a lot of shows and a lot of touring and things yes. like that. So how did, how did they find you? How did you find them?
1: Well, I would have to say first, you know, I'm very thankful to God for it. <laughs> lots of prayer. But also um, through an acquaintance, a friend of mine, uh, Ryan, um he's the he's a guy who runs basically um tin can
0: bandits oh yeah yeah we've had them on the show as well for sure so they are
1: amazing great guys especially live yeah they're really good and um they told me about this site they told me about bme but they also told me about this site where um my music could probably be played okay and it turned out to be um funded and ran by bme okay who in Quincy? Uh, coincidentally I speak French also so um, I sent them my music okay and then I posted a video of mine on their site but I didn't know it was a BME site okay the president co-president of BME heard it and messaged me back the next day and said oh my gosh you're amazing and from there it was all I guess is it uphill or downhill <laughs> uphill <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: and um we talked um we, he's like Monday we're gonna have a meeting we had a meeting Monday we talked we had a meeting with my manager we talked some more and it's like I want to see. so it
0: very quickly yeah.
1: it did it so really, really did.
0: With the, with the music that you had made that they heard, was that just all things you had done yourself, kind of a home, yes. home recordings? And, yeah. Here,
1: um, Studio Eleven. Okay, yeah, yeah Um yeah. With Jason Gordon, amazing. He's been my um, producer for the past four years.
0: Okay, cool, cool. So, what does your affiliation with the label mean? I mean, do you have any music coming out that they're putting yes. out? Yes.
1: Um, the difference between an independent label and say one of those huge uh, other labels, um, an indie label, is. I will receive six times the amount. Um, so for record sales, right. um, they don't take. Like for instance, Celine Dion's one of the most well-paid artists, and she gets I think it is what twelve percent.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, which is kind of ridiculous considering how much she yeah. yeah.
1: I will get um, at least fifty percent. Okay. Of mine. That's great. So that's great. a huge yeah. difference, right?
0: Had you always wanted to work with the label? Because I mean, especially because on the show, I mean. I talk to people from all different kinds of music. I mean, a lot lot of punk bands, rappers, jazz music, whatever, right? And a lot of people just, at this point, with the internet and the way the music industry is, just go the the home recording, home releasing route. Like, do you consider that, or do you always want to work with a...
1: I always wanted to be with a label. Okay. um, Because they could help me get out there more. Um, Right now, I can't say. I'm sorry. Um, But I will... When we have our CD release press release, which will be in April.
0: Cool. Okay.
1: For my LP. Okay. Um, the label's working with me. They sent me a lot of beats, um, a lot of tracks. It should have uh, at least twelve tracks on there. Cool. Um, it'll be called *Sentient Being*. Right now, I'm putting out that EP in December with four tracks on it.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and. There's something in the works
0: that they're doing, so it's more worldwide. Okay, cool, cool. Yep. So people should wait, wait for that. Yes. <laughs> cool, cool. And then I guess, like, I mean, the other thing maybe would be, that's uh, great that you have the label and that's kind of they're kind of helping you with the marketing and then mm-hmm. pushing you forward. What is your background musically though? I mean, uh, well, I guess first of all, maybe the hardest question that I ask people every time I do this, because it's just a, a weird one, is how do you define the kind of music you make? Because nowadays it's not as simple as what it used to be, where there's this music, this music, this music. Now there's Subgenres and subgenres and subgenres. So, do you have? I mean, if if you need to sum it up quickly to someone who you just meets you and here's your musician, what, what do you call it?
1: I'm an indie soul R and B hip hop singer. Okay. Um, all those blends together. Right, right. Okay. So, make my sound.
0: So from a soul R and B standpoint, like what kind of uh, what kind of influences do you have? Who were you? Uh... Growing
1: up, Aretha Franklin was my okay. girl. I, I, I mean, can. I, I, that, she could yeah. do no wrong. Yeah. You know, um, I love Stevie Wonder. Um, Patty LaBelle. Cool. You know, I listened to Whitney Houston. But I also loved Anita Baker.
0: Cool, cool. You know. And then uh, I guess probably the stuff that was popular as well when you were yes. uh,
1: yeah. um also I loved Janice Joplin.
0: Okay, cool, so cool.
1: I would say I like to say um, Anita Baker, um Aretha Franklin, Janice Joplin is what I strive to say I could sound like. Right,
0: okay. They <laughs> all have pretty big voices too. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: but I love it.
0: Yeah, that's good. All Those are great great artists, too uh. <laughs> to have on your list I guess of, of people do aspire to for sure yeah sure. and so do you, you have any background uh, I mean had you been involved in any musical projects before this like with other people or with your, uh, on your own
1: um, I grew up in church um, okay. my my um, foundation be gospel okay right um, from there I did local competitions you know pageants stuff like that um, I've always done recording always been writing okay for years I've been writing a lot um been in choirs. It wasn't until four years ago I said I'm going to do my sound. I'm going to do right. me, and that's when I wrote my first song and recorded it at Studio Eleven. Okay. I'm um, called Emotional Suicide.
0: Okay. And had you already written all the music for that as well, or, or yeah. yeah, cool, cool. Yeah.
1: So I write um, the lyrics. I have the music. I go in. I say, Jason, this is what I'm feeling, and we hammer it out.
0: Okay. And what are you? Uh, what what is the what the, what is the background music being made on for that? I mean, are you when you're writing a song, you're writing it with an instrument? Are you writing it? Like, what's the, the process, I guess? Uh, for me, um... Because you're, a, because you're a single person, right? I mean, a lot of the time if you, you get a band, it's pretty easy to figure out how, how the songs are constructed, but... True. Because, uh, from what I've heard a lot of your stuff too, it's it's obviously... Um, it's not... a lot of it's not live band stuff. I mean, the are beats and things like that. So, what's the process for, I guess, putting that song together?
1: For me, I always have a sound, you know? I hear. And I also have my lyrics. I know okay. where I'm coming from. And the two mesh together. Um, I know what I'd want my course to be like. I know what the build, that's a huge thing for me. Yeah. I love to have a build in my song, and I work from there.
2: you my senti- I can tell where your internal sense of craving is a molecular touch leaves a meticulous aching. I can tell where your internal sense of craving You're my. Sim
0: listen to a lot of a lot of soul music lot r&b yeah. that is kind of a key factor True. in it just yeah get, getting more and more emotional i guess and is yeah. that i mean do you do you feel that i'm very emotional yeah that so. it comes through. i think very yeah. much so yeah that's cool no uh, that, i mean it comes through the music for sure so Thank from you. what i've heard anyway so um, Thank um, you. hopefully people will hear that when they uh I hope so. <laughs> when they check out your stuff um so yeah the way you were saying before about the, the gospel background that's interesting because that's something that it's kind of a totally unknown world to me mm-hmm. i mean like i've you know as i've said a few times now about we cover a pretty wide range of music. I don't think we've had any gospel artists uh, on the show before. I mean, a cool. lot, of, lot, of, lot of, as I said, punk bands, rappers, you know, f- country, folk, whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of a new uh, thing to cover, which is, which is interesting. Wait. So, I mean, in here in Winnipeg, is there a fairly large community?
1: Yes, there is. Okay. There is, very much so. Um, I am doing Gospel Fest on Friday. I'm also going to be doing this place called The Stone.
0: Okay. Um, I think I've heard of that venue, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's also in the gospel community, um, on December 3rd. They're doing a Christmas concert. Okay. I'll be a part of that. Um, there's a lot of churches, a lot of church events. There's also a lot of, um, gospel artists that come from around the world that are super right. famous that come here, um, and do concerts as well.
0: Okay. I feel like that is kind of, uh, I mean, I'm sure there are, I believe there are super famous artists coming through, but I feel like from the, the, the general, maybe secular music community, it's, you don't know about it, right? I mean That's I am sure there are people a very high profile artists coming through that are just within I guess the church communities or whatever very you're aware so. of it, but yeah, yeah, I think that you don't like hear... Toby
1: Mac, he is huge. Okay. Like millions of fans around the world. And he was here not too long. He's doing was doing a Canadian tour.
0: So is this do you just hear about this stuff like through churches I and mean, is that how it comes to the Through churches and or?
1: through I'm also fans of theirs. Right, so.
0: of course, yeah. So you're following them on Yeah, Yeah, Exactly.
1: Okay. Um, I'm not just a gospel artist. I'm right. a mainstream right. artist. But I also sing gospel because that's where I come from. Right. So it's also a part of me.
0: Right. And that was kind of my next question. Actually, I was going to ask is, uh, I mean, coming from that background, is is there, is the content from gospel music, like the spiritual content, does that come through, in your, the other the other stuff I don't get you call it secular? I think content? so.
1: Yeah. I l- mainstream music. Um, I think it does sometimes, but it's not always my intent.
0: Right, right. But
1: sometimes my vocals come across that okay. way. In the new album, um, it's gonna be a lot of new sounds.
0: Okay.
1: Um the labels pushed for a really um more precise sound and we got some really good beats, um, you know, think a little bit like Jennifer Lopez okay. and more kind of hip hop. Um it's more mainstream. But okay. Definitely still my
0: vocals. Right, right, okay. No, no for sure, for sure. Um is there within the the local community, the local music community you feel where do you feel you fit in i mean because there's large i mean hip-hop for one there's a very large scene and with a lot of sub scenes and you know different sub genres and things like that as well uh do you, do you kind of see yourself within that larger umbrella or are you sub- somewhere else
1: i do i see myself very versatile okay i think that's a cool thing about um not just my range but who i am yeah you know just um i think i can fit just about anywhere okay you know um I know I can do like a bit of jazz um yeah I can do the soul I can you know do gospel I can yep. do mainstream but I mesh you know even dance there was a dance party um they were interested in me doing um there was a soca thing yeah you know so there's a lot of avenues I can pursue Okay
0: you know. and you just lend your voice to whatever that does. Exactly cool. okay yeah okay. I'm going to get the party started I can sing Right, right. <laughs> But are there uh I guess are there certain other artists locally that you sort of Feel kinship with, or, or you see yourself uh, as part of the same community? Because I feel like there's there's a lot of smaller pockets within Winnipeg. I mean, there, there's you know, again with the genres and <laughs> subgenres, there's larger pockets. So, you know, hip hop is a large category, but then within that, there's a lot of smaller pockets. Of people doing different sounds, different styles. And I mean, I'm sure the same with R&B, the same with, with metal, punk rock, country, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's kind of all these subgroups. Do you, do, you, do you feel there's other artists that you kind of associate with, or want to associate with, as being sort of your people almost, like yeah, as a musician?
1: Definitely. Um, There are some artists I have. Um, You might have heard of like Dustin Harder. Um, I've done shows with them. Um, There's people like that who've been around for a while who also I can learn from, um, who are established, who have great talent. Um, There's a lot of those artists in Winnipeg who I would love to sing with, but I'm also just in the process of getting to know a lot of them. Like even as today. Um, I just started to get to know um, a couple of uh, local artists again. And it was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Um, so I would say within the next year, there's a lot of great things in store.
0: Cool, cool, okay. And uh, so what, I guess, as someone who's fairly new, I mean, you, you know, you, you, like you said, it just kind of earlier this year that you really
1: yeah. really
0: made a push for it. Gave my all. Yeah, <laughs> you gave your all. How, how, is, how has it been? Uh, how has kind of the introduction to Winnipeg's music scene and, I guess, the music in general been for you? Have you, have you had... Uh, a good kind of response from, from other artists and, and fans and things like that?
1: Overall, I would say yes. Um, at first, I was, you know, kind of intimidating, going, oh my gosh, I'm a new girl, what's going to happen? Yeah. But I was welcomed, received, um, just about, like, even on my social media, most of my friends are local musicians, and yeah. they've heard me, and they've encouraged me. Um, there's times where, you know, something didn't work out, and I thought, oh, I wish this happened this way. Yeah. They messaged me. And they're like, hey, keep your head up, girl. You're good. You're going to go far. You're going to... I'm like, thank you. That's cool, yeah. You know, yeah. it is cool because they are, in my opinion, I look up to them. You yeah. know, I'm I'm the newbie.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm the
1: baby. And they're really kind of like take me under their wing type, type of attitude. And I love that. That's good. That's yeah. good.
0: Because something that has come up on here before, I mean... In talking to, uh, I guess, artists of different different ages, different kind of length of time they've been involved in the scene, uh, I, I've definitely heard some people say that it, it feels intimidating almost because there's, it's a very tight-knit community, yeah. regardless of genre, yeah. and people, have, I mean, yeah, I started playing in bands, I don't now, but uh, I was 12 when I started playing in bands here, right? Cool. And, like, all, all my friends, basically, are still people I met through music, so there's uh-huh. everyone knows each other, everyone's been in each other's bands, and even looking at the list of people who I've had on the show over the years, like... The amount of times they switched bands with each other and True. worked together and things. So, yeah, it, was it intimidating at all or did you feel kind of welcomed right away?
1: In the beginning, because it almost was could have been overwhelming, but it wasn't. Um, like Ryan, who literally will always... I tell him he's my guru. Yeah. I will always give him props because of him. Um, I was able to kind of navigate my way through that. Okay. Um, he, you know, he gave me some plans, things to do, people to connect with, and... It worked out.
0: Cool. How do you? How did you meet him in the first place?
1: Social media. Yeah. Just... He actually, I think, met me <laughs> through social media through bands. Like, and um, I think he was maybe even looking for a female type vocalist for his band, and we started talking. And he listened to my music. And he cool. likes. Wow. You know, you're good, and this and that. So, what are you up to? What are you doing? And I'm like, well, this is what I want to do. You know, it was literally about a month after I decided to be serious. Oh, cool. And he said, well, if you are, this is what you should do. Yeah, yeah. And I literally and did
0: what he said. So far, guess, and here I am. Yeah, cool, cool. So
1: okay. I'm, he's my guru.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that is interesting how he, fa- how he found you because that's kind of how I found your stuff as well. True. <laughs> I feel like I look, uh, I look around, I spend a lot of my for spare time whenever I can find it, just looking up local music. And I went from one artist to another artist to someone else, and eventually I end up on your thing. And i was like oh, this is <laughs> cool. <laughs> what is this gonna like? This one. Yeah, that's who, the who is thing this,
1: about right? Winnipeg. It's like everybody knows somebody. Right, and that's know? what I mean.
0: Sort of everyone's. It's. it's I've said, I said, The music scene is almost incestuous. Everyone's been in each other's bands or in each other's like roommates or cousins or whatever, you know? yeah.
1: And if not, everyone is in like three bands.
0: Yeah, that's true too, yeah. You I mean, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: rare you'll find one person. I had that issue when I was trying to put a band together. Well, this person's like three or four bands. Oh.
0: Right, right. I interviewed a band once and each member was in at least four bands as well as the one that I was interviewing. You know? And it was, I don't know how they, have, it's crazy. Like crazy. where do you
1: find the time? How do you, what? Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. But, um, have you, I mean, this is having a live backing band something that you aspire to, to do or yes. want to, yeah.
1: Yes. And when the new, um, LP comes out, we will have a band. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Have you, have you performed uh, any of this stuff with the live band yet?
1: Um, I have, but for now I'm doing with a piano player. Okay. That's how I'm doing my concert. um, in the future and then by next year we will be touring, so it will cool. be with a live band. That's awesome, yeah.
0: How, how big of a band are you thinking?
1: Um, drummer, bass, guitar. Okay, um, so pretty stripped down. Keyboard.
0: Yeah. Cool, cool. How does did the songs change depending on how you were doing them? I mean, obviously it's different with a live band than it is with a a beat, but I mean do you notice a difference with them? Do you is there a difference in the way you yeah. kind of the way you sing, the way you yeah. present the material? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Something happens when I have a band behind me. Yeah. I like to say I come alive, I don't know, I'm not crazy on stage, but it flows. Right. Yeah. Well, I think
0: we saw that on the show that, that you did with us too. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's yeah. true,
1: and those guys were amazing, and I'm um, like social media friends with most of them now. Yeah,
0: I noticed that everyone, all of the people who played together, no, they didn't all know each other before, but yeah, now they're like, all yeah. commenting on each other's stuff, And yeah, yeah.
1: To find out that in that one moment, for the first time, you're all playing together, and they were so good. I yeah. was like, you start to feel it, you feed off of it, yeah. you know?
0: Really yeah, cool. it, it works. It works. It's, it's okay. interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: I so, love your concept.
0: Yeah, it's we hopefully they we can keep doing them. They're they're fun to do. So oh, please. <laughs> yeah, we'll have you for the next one for sure. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 it'll be good. All right, uh, in January. In January, yeah, we'll talk about that at the end of the show too. Sweet. And uh, so, I mean, is there? Obviously, you feed off the energy at the live show, like you're saying, and it's mm-hmm. more. Uh, it's probably more physically involved too, right? Yes. Just because you have the band behind you. Yeah. But does anything change in the way you maybe phrase phrase the songs, or in maybe the intensity that comes out in the vocals?
1: I have more room to play with. Okay. When it's a track, it's, you know, you gotta do exactly the same. Yeah. There's no room for error. Um, not that I'm gonna make mistakes with a live band, but you know, they also can follow me. Right. And I can explore whether it's just for that, that one note even. I can play with it. I can have fun. Yeah. I'm more free and more alive. Okay,
0: and I guess I could go in a different direction if, if you and the musicians want. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So are you, are you going to be working with people that you've worked with before? or like how, how, how do you... I mean, because you have a... I mean, you have a very powerful voice, for sure. Like, it's... it's I mean, it's, you, who do you need to back that up? Like, what, what, what kind of musicians do you look for when you're putting together a band? To, they to have suit?
1: to be well-seasoned, well-experienced, um, extremely dedicated. Okay. I'm not looking for newbies, unfortunately. Um, they also have to have a passion to practice.
0: Yeah.
1: To go on the road to realize this will
0: become a full-time job. That's best, the eventual goal, is to yes. make that? Uh,
1: I have a five-year plan.
0: OK. <laughs> 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 it's pretty good. It's probably more than most people have. Uh,
1: um, in five years, I'm going to have a Grammy.
0: That's, that's pretty I'm lofty gonna, goal, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: Sold millions of records. It's got a pipe dream. I
0: well, hope that works for you, reality. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: I am tenacious. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, <laughs> it's very, very much so. so. Yeah, that's, uh, I think, a much higher goal than most people have starting out. So this you is the best of luck for sure. That's cool. Thank you. Have you toured at all before?
1: not necessarily no
0: no and where do you i mean what where do you plan on playing when you're on tour i mean do you have kind of an idea of where you want to go what kind of venues you want to you want to
1: um first we're going to start in manitoba okay so winnipeg of manitoba and then hopefully head out west or no sorry i think it's east (laughs) like Toronto, Montreal, okay. yeah, east.
0: Yeah, that's east, yeah. <laughs> and then <Okay>.
1: go west. <laughs> yeah, and come back around. Cool, okay. We'd like to start in Winnipeg and end in Winnipeg.
0: So, well, I guess for most tourists, are going to come back home right about Sorry. I'm No, What you said about Manitoba is interesting, though, because uh, I feel like there's certain genres of music, and I don't know if what you do is one of them, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of opportunity to play in smaller communities outside of the big cities. I know, uh, especially for country singers, and I'm not, I know you're not a country singer, mm-hmm. but that, that genre in particular, every little town has some kind of festival or some kind of fair or yeah. something, and those guys can live off that. They can all yeah. summer, city, town, 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 has 300 yeah. people, has 3,000 people, whatever, there's someone to do, someone to play. So, I mean, are you want to do something similar to that and hit all of them? I do want to hit
1: all the festivals also, but... Um... I want to just sing as much as possible. You know, also really, well, I want to get into the clubs too, yeah. right? So I want to do be able to sing in the clubs and have my music played in there and, yeah, I can't get into all that yet. There's some stuff in the
0: works. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But I mean, just as far as Manitoba, I mean, do you have? Is there a sort of a circuit you want to do about smaller communities, or are you just going to go Winnipeg, Brandon, the main the main ones, or is that still the main
1: small? ones? That's for sure. Right. Um, smaller communities that's still debate debatable, um, but um, nothing's in stone yet. But right. Definitely want to just play. I want to get out there. I'd like to just plaster all of Manitoba yeah, yeah, As much yeah. as possible, you know.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> Probably work, yeah, for sure, for sure. So what's uh, so for the near future? You have uh, you have an EP you mentioned that is uh...
1: yeah on December fourteenth. Okay. Um, uh, for the pre release of my LP in April, um, called Sentient Bean, which is my new single, okay. will be on that EP.
0: And how many how many songs in the EP? Four. Four. Okay, is that coming out in physical form or just digital only? Digital download. Okay, okay. And are they all songs from the LP or are they just... No, okay. only
1: Sentient being. It'll okay. have um, songs also Beautiful, um, Fragile, and Redemption.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I've never released Redemption before for sale, but...
0: Right, but it'll be, yeah. on, it'll be, on, there. It'll okay. be on there. Okay.
2: I'm sick of myself
0: Is that uh, what was the reason behind doing that first? As kind of a, is it kind of a preview of what you sound like to introduce yourself? Or? It is
1: a preview for Sentient Being, um, and just to see, you know, it's a little different, but it's still me.
0: Right, you know. Well, and I guess it's almost like an extended single, really, with the the, the song and then the, exactly. the extra tracks. So
1: exactly.
0: Okay, and that's coming out on the fourteenth, you said. Fourteenth of December. Okay, where can people find that? Thirteenth of December. 13th. Right. Okay. 13 of December, <laughs> it'll be you on iTunes,
1: it. and I will have all the information up on all my social media sites. Cool, okay. So we I have do. Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook. You got a it'll bunch of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. For sure, okay. Uh, this is another thing that comes up a lot on the show, and again, it's because of the kind of wide range of people that, that we talk to. Um, What is the reason behind just choosing to do it digital? Uh, I know that, I mean obviously the convenience factor is is the reason a lot of people choose that, but have you considered at all releasing this physically or was that just waiting for the for the full length?
1: For the LP, it will be. That's in the works too. Um, But for now, this just works better.
0: Just for convenience sake? For convenience, true. Okay. Okay. Do you, And just, just out of curiosity, do you listen to mostly digital or do you listen to physical music as well? I only ask because I
1: don't here's the thing if I had my choice I would still buy vinyl yeah um there's something about that I was raised with that yeah and there's something about a record that you know it's awesome if not I'm not going to go to a store and necessarily buy a cd okay I'd rather just download it
0: okay but I mean I guess when you're on tour cds are the best way to get to get exactly. The word out okay. So exactly. The, the 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 full length will be released as a Yes, yeah, so, it will. CD. Cool. Okay. Okay. For awesome.
1: both, digital download. Right, of course, digital
0: downloads yeah. sort of part of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I guess um for people who haven't heard you or hearing of you for the first time here, uh I mean, what kind of what kind of audience do you think that you appeal to? I mean, who 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 makes up your crowd at the shows that you've done so far?
1: Um well, the ones that I've done like been in bars and stuff. Right. So 18 and over. Do you but think you have
0: kind of an ideal listener, maybe? Like, what? Who, who are you Who are you aiming it at, maybe, is a better way to...
1: Um, I always thought it would have been people around, you know, in the mid-30s, yeah. but surprisingly enough, um, for my fan base, because it actually targets out the age of my fans right, and okay. my listeners, are between 13 and 18, Oh wow. are 63% of my fan base.
0: They probably buy the most music, so. And <laughs> so that's,
1: that's what I was yeah. told too. And they keep asking me, you know, when's it coming? I'm like, yeah, it's coming out
0: soon. So. Cool. What is? What do you think is the appeal to that to that audience? Because I mean, I definitely don't have any clue what works for that crowd. <laughs> I,
1: know. Um, I know I'm kind of weird. Um, I think I'm just me. I don't know. I don't try to cater to anyone. Right. Um, I don't do any gimmicks. I don't really have any flair.
0: <laughs> do you think that, I mean, do you think it's maybe the style of the beats or do you think that they, they kind of, something, they see something genuine in what you're doing maybe relate to it that way or what, what do you think? Perhaps.
1: Of I get a lot of messages. Some of them are odd. Um, <laughs> I've had... What do you mean oddly? Well, I've had some kids because they're like 13, 14, yeah. 15 are the kids that, um, you know, used to message me the most. Okay. Um... But some of the things they were saying, well, you know, they'd like to go on a date with me. And I'm like, <laughs> you're a little bit young. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, yeah. I had this one kid, um, he was 12. He sent me a picture of his brother who was 18. Okay. And I'm 18, so we can go out. Oh, but it wasn't him.
0: But it was. It's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was really weird so,
0: I don't know if uh, I don't know if like punk bands and stuff get that. I do <laughs> get a
1: lot of a lot of messages. I try to re- respond. Some of them I have only blocked. I think three people because it was yeah it was really uncalled for. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. But well, hopefully at least maybe those people will buy your record even if you don't have to talk to them about <laughs> the album or something. You know. Yeah.
1: Um, part of why I sing too is I try to put out a positive message sometimes. Right. Um, myself, I have had my own ordeal. And so, hey, if what I've been through and kind of made it over, if that can help someone, yeah, then cool, right?
0: Do you think that that's maybe something that, that, that listeners pick up on? Yeah, you, I do. Yeah. I have
1: um, part of my fan base for that reason. Okay, too. okay. Yeah. They're like, you know, I've been through that or I'm going through that or, you know, wow. Like that song, Beautiful, I wrote was right. mainly for um, anyone who's ever been through trauma, okay. right? Okay. Or abuse or has gone through or lives with PTSD um I wrote that song literally because of that okay and um the response from that from that community was really well Um, right now um, I'm talking with um, certain some individuals about using that song um, for certain organizations to help people with self-esteem and um, that's cool because that's a huge part of who I am and you know I think there's a lot of hurting people out there
0: yeah, we well, yeah, I think there's a lot definitely. of people
1: who are just alone. You know, it's like, hey, you know, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not alone or I've been there.
0: So, how how do, how do people who have who have experienced that? How do they find you? Like how, how does your I mean, where do they come from that they they, they find your music and, and recognize the message in it and, and get in touch with you? Like are you are you kind of is that angle being Put out there with the songs, uh, you know, that, that this is what this is talking about, or did they just kind of somehow find a connection and then stumble upon it?
1: Good question. Um, I have put out on my social medias that this is what the song's about. Um, also, as I was saying, the, you know, different organizations that I will. Hopefully, be working with right. um, in the near future or future. Um, literally, that's what their whole organization is about. Okay. Um, okay. Um, for instance, one is for empowering children. You know, empowering women. Yeah. And they will take a song of an artist and use it. Okay. And so, um, you know, next year a lot of things will get ironed out, and um, hopefully, we'll do an interview again when my yeah, LP oh, comes sure. out. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'll have more information. Sure. That.
0: Yeah, that's. A, that's a, I think that's maybe uh, something that. That makes you stand out as well, uh, you know, having that kind of message with your music yeah. as well. So that's interesting.
1: It's important to me.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Do you think the type of music you play lends itself a lot of that? I mean, soul music often is used in, in a way to kind of uh, convey hurt and and very strong emotions, mm-hmm. regardless of what the emotion is, right? Do you think mm-hmm. that, that that is a good fit? Just naturally worked out that way.
1: I think so. Yeah, I do. Um, you're able to, or I'm able to. You're not singing. I'm not singing. <laughs> no, no, I can't.
0: <laughs> you don't want to hear me
1: sing. I've tried it pour all of that out into a song it's kind of like you know it can happen it's funny i actually was listening to um, sandman you know metallica yep. i listen to everything right um i wouldn't say metallica is my favorite metal band right now actually i think i don't know if they're considered metal but ambassador i don't know okay. if they're there i think it's awesome um i think any genre of music can do that you can pour your heart and oh, soul sure. into it for sure i find with you know uh, my genre maybe the difference is I could have more room to play with it Do sure. you know what I mean if I wanted to
0: just because it's got the bigger emotions are more maybe more available in that kind of that style you think I mean I mean because you're able to have a bigger voice just in general or, or more I
1: think or- because it may be perceived more um, how would I say more just raw emotion okay, okay. you know kind of you know if you listen to blues sometimes for I, sure yeah, yeah it you could just be like you know you're practically crying in tears yeah. you know what i mean and you can just pour that out into it for sure yeah and sometimes with other songs artists they pour their heart into it absolutely but you know and then that's it whereas i'll just keep pouring it and keep pouring and keep pouring in every song right right,
0: right. That's, that's interesting. Well, one thing that I've always thought, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but about the just the concept of soul in music, I mean, it's not necessarily a genre. It's sort of what you're saying. I mean, you can have, you can have a soulful song in any genre. It can be, can be a metal song, it can be a country song, it can be a sure. blues song. And a lot of the time, those are the... That's kind of the most authentic stuff is something that has soul behind it, mm-hmm. regardless of genre, because, yeah, the, the emotion's there. It doesn't sure. matter what else is happening. It could be, could be a DJ, but there's yeah. something behind it that, yeah, for sure. Reveals something, I guess. I right?
1: agree. I think it's very intimate.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, even even if it's being played on a big stage or something, you got True. That. I'm glad cool. you agree. Huh? <laughs> 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 I'm glad we uh, yeah. With that. Um, okay, so uh, if someone wants to check out your music, uh, what's the best way to do that? Should they get in touch with you? Is there uh, is SoundCloud the best option? What's the SoundCloud? I am
1: on SoundCloud. Jill BME uh, Studio Canada. You'll find me there. Um, Facebook Jill. Uh, Forward slash singer songwriter. Okay. Um, I'm on Instagram, Jill BME, recording artist. Um, Twitter, Jill BME, <laughs> recording artist. <Okay. laughs> um, yeah, and you can find anything on any of those sites.
0: Okay. Yeah. And is this, there's no like unified website at the moment? Is that not like... right
1: now? That's also in the works. Right. Well, I, as you said, you're still still so, so fairly new. Yeah. All
0: this, right? So yeah, yeah.
1: And then I will have that.
0: Okay. And are you trying to, uh, are you actively looking for more shows and more opportunities oh, yeah. to sing? So, oh, yeah. so someone wants to check you out, they should contact you?
1: Always, always.
0: Cool. Okay. Yeah, I'd love that. Great. Well, hopefully, I mean, hopefully someone hears <laughs> okay. this and, and decides to... What and what... if
1: you want to contact me, you can always email me at jill at bmecanada.com.
0: Cool. Okay, and on the page where we post this, well, a link to at least one of those things. So people can find it. <laughs> they can, Please! And get hold of you that way. Um, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, they can go to witchpolice.com. Click on podcast. There's 200 and some podcasts by now. Uh, they're all there uh, in perpetuity, so you can go back to 2012 if you're crazy and want to hear really bad radio. <laughs> it's really
1: good. <laughs> <Not> Double <Don't listen>. says <laughs> it's good. I
0: don't know about the early ones, but yeah, they're all, they're all there. You can search by artists. You can search you know, chronologically, whatever. It's all there. Uh, we also air on Sunday nights at midnight on UMFM 101.5, and those are older episodes that are recorded a few months earlier. It kind of gives them a second life. And although often what we're talking about on the show has already passed, it's still kind of a cool way to to reintroduce an artist that kind of thing. So we have that. Uh, We also do a lot of live shows, as we mentioned, the Big Mix-Up. By the time this comes out, we will have announced details about the next Big Mix-Up, which is happening January 29th, which you will be playing as well. Yes, I will. And that one is going to be called the All-Star Mix-Up. So we've done three of them so far, and each one has had a completely different band. So for this uh, number four, the All-Star Mix-Up, we're kind of picking musicians and singers from all three of them and throwing them together in an entirely new thing. So you'll see a few people that you may remember yeah. from number three, but uh, the rest of the band is going to be completely mixed up. So. That's awesome. So people check that out. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a wrap. That's
1: sweet. So really cool. Thank you yeah. very much for having me. For sure. Um, just want to say again, I am a mainstream artist, but I also am a gospel artist. Um, every Sunday I sing uh, Praise and Worship, at my church, okay. which is at 600 Shaftesbury at the Canadian Mennonite Chapel, that's the corner of Grant and Shastbury, uh the south side. Okay. Um, it's an awesome church. Um, with my Bishop Everton McLennan, and I do AM service and PM service. Cool.
0: Okay. Yeah. So if anyone wants to check that out, they should. They should do that. Uh...
1: I sing. I don't. I don't do
0: anything else. But I think. Uh... Oh,
1: the name of the church <laughs> is miracle apostolic. Right, 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 right. You oh give, my stars! You gave the address. <laughs> gave the address so that's, cool. that's cool. Oh dear. Yeah. yeah where okay. is my friend? So that's
0: kind of that's kind of like your regular gig, I guess. Right? Every you, you, Sunday. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, awesome. Well, well, thanks for thanks for having me.
1: Thank you, Sam. Yeah. it was fun.